You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. On today's show, with only a few games remaining, the SEC basketball season is winding down. We're going to run through the weekend that was across the conference. And as we look ahead to football season, never too early, we now know everybody's schedules already. I'm going to run through all 14 teams and give you what I consider each team's most important game of the 2021 season. I'm Chris Gordy. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. All right, most SEC teams now have only around four to five games remaining in the basketball world, and this past weekend went a long way in determining who is still in the running to make the NCAA tournament. So let's run through the games that took place this past weekend. A thriller in Columbia as Arkansas knocked off 10th-ranked Missouri in overtime, 86-81. to Razorbacks for Justin Smith scored 19 points with six rebounds and three assists. His teammate Moses Moody had 16. And Arkansas got a monster road win as they improved to 8-4 and four in the conference. Missouri, they were playing without one of their best players in Jeremiah Tillman, who missed the game with a death in the family. Xavier Pinson led the Tigers with 23 points as they erased a four-point deficit in the final minute of regulation. But Arkansas prevailed, outscoring Mizzou 13-8 in overtime. The NCAA Tournament Selection Committee revealed its current top 16 teams on Saturday. And they had the Tigers as a four-seed in the tournament in the top 16. But the Tigers, they have now lost two in a row. They're going to look to reverse that trend at Georgia on Tuesday night. For Arkansas, they've won their sixth straight SEC game, and the Mizzou win is their first AP Top 25 win of the year. They're going to take on Florida on Tuesday at home. The 11th-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide, they erupted over Georgia on Saturday, winning in Tuscaloosa 115-82. It was yet another ridiculously good shooting night for Alabama as they shot 60% from three. They made 18 of 30 from deep. Freshman Josh Primo scored 19 points, all of them in the second half, and the Tide had five players score in double digits. Alabama's previous high in an SEC game was 113 points back in January of 1976. Georgia, on the other hand, they have lost two in a row now after they had won three in a row previously. Bulldogs freshman Katie Johnson, he had 24 points in the loss. Alabama's Herb Jones, he had 21 points to lead the Tide. Jaden Shackelford, he had 18 Alabama should jump back into the top 10 rankings this week, and they are scheduled to visit Texas A&M on Wednesday. If you recall, the Aggies, they've missed their last three games dealing with COVID issues. For Georgia, as we mentioned, they will host number 10 Mizzou on Tuesday night. Vandy, who had just won one SEC game coming into this weekend, they absolutely steamrolled Mississippi State 72-51 in Starkville. Maxwell Evans, he scored 20 points. Scotty Pippen Jr. had 18, and Vandy hit 10 three-pointers in the first half to start the route. The game was tied at 28 with about five minutes to go in the first half, but Vandy went on a 17-0 run. Iverson Molinar, he had 19 points for the Bulldogs, but his teammates shot a combined just 13 of 39. Next up for 5-8 and eight, Mississippi State, they're going to travel to Auburn on Tuesday while Vandy 
will host Kentucky on Wednesday night. I said it on Friday, LSU had a big opportunity on Saturday playing host to Tennessee, and they seized that opportunity, beating the Vols 78-65. Cam Thomas had 25 points for the Tigers. Javante Smart added 20. Tennessee made just six field goals over their last 12 minutes of the game. LSU head coach Will Wade called it the Tigers' best game to date, said it was a total team effort. Jaden Springer has been hot lately. He led the way for the Vols with 21 points. It was a big letdown after they won in impressive fashion previously against Kentucky and Georgia. LSU just played some really good defense throughout the game. They held the Vols without a field goal for almost nine minutes in the first half. Javante Smart starting to get the title of Vol Killer. He led a stretch in the game where he scored seven points by himself to extend the LSU lead. Two years ago as a freshman, he scored 29 in the game against the Vols, which resulted in an LSU win. And last year, he had 21 points in an LSU win over the Tennessee Volunteers. So Javante Smart, the Vols will be happy to see him move on to bigger things sooner rather than later. Next up for Tennessee, they host South Carolina on Tuesday while LSU, who was scheduled to be off until Saturday, but the SEC announced they're going to go to Ole Miss on Wednesday night to take on the Rebels in a scheduled week by the conference. Speaking of the Rebs, they ha- they got an 81-74 win at South Carolina on Saturday to improve to 7-6 in the conference. Devontae Shuler has just been on a tear as of late. He scored 31 points on Saturday, making 13 of 16 at the free throw line. The Rebs made just three three-pointers in the game, but it didn't matter. They got it done shooting 50% from the field. A.J. Lawson, he had 22 points for the Gamecocks in the loss. Next up for South Carolina, they will travel to Tennessee on Tuesday while Ole Miss hosts LSU on Wednesday. Lastly, from the weekend, Kentucky, they were able to hang on against Auburn for an 82-80 victory and snap a four-game losing streak. Isaiah Jackson scored a career-high 18 to go with 11 boards, while Brandon Boston made five three-pointers. The Wildcats, they trailed the entire first half but built the lead up in the second half to hang on for the win. For the record, John Calipari has never lost five in a row in his 12 years at Kentucky, so he avoided that pitfall. Auburn is now 2-50 inside of Rupp Arena with their last win coming back in 1988 there. Alan Flanagan, he had 23 points for Auburn, while Sharif Cooper was held to just 14 points with eight assists. He was only 6 of 23 shooting. Next up for Auburn, they're going to host Mississippi State on Tuesday, while Kentucky, they travel to Vandy on Wednesday. And we mentioned AM and Florida. Their game was postponed on Saturday. The Gators are slated to travel to Arkansas on Tuesday night. They have not played a game since back on February 3rd. That was a loss against South Carolina. There you have it. We are winding down the SEC Hoops schedule. Only a handful of games left for every team, trying to make the best of it and improve their resume. When we return, we're going to switch gears and look ahead to the SEC football season. I'll give you my most important game for each SEC team. That's next. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We know football might be over. Yes, Super Bowl came and went. College football is still six months away. But the NBA is in full action. College basketball is winding down. You can bet on the SEC games. And then, of course, we'll have tons of NCAA tournament all in full swing at betonline.ag. They even cover award shows, TV shows, reality TV, just about anything you want. They've got prop bets galore, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. 
Bet online, they have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best place for your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to their website right now at betonline.ag. You can do it on your computer. You can do it on your mobile device, your tablet, whatever you want. Go there and sign up today, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hey, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, the college football season is still six and a half months away. Obviously, we have a lot of time to look ahead to next season, but I just thought with the SEC schedules coming out uh, a couple weeks ago, I decided we take a look at all 14 teams to kind of give you my most important game of the season for each team. And let me just give you a little bit into the thinking of how I decided this. Look, we know everybody's biggest game is typically their rivalry games. We know the Iron Bowl is typically Alabama's biggest game or it's Auburn's biggest game, whatever. I'm trying to look past that a little bit. Just trying to look at, for teams and their expectations in the SEC next season, what is the most important game in terms of a game that's winnable? A game that could make or break their season. Some of these teams that are teetering on you know, bowl eligibility, Is there that game out there that, oh, man, they find a way to win that one. That gets them to six and gets them to a bowl game. That's my thought process in going into this. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. I'll start in reverse alphabetical order. So you'll have to wait if you're a Bama fan. (laughs) We'll start with Vanderbilt. Tough first year ahead for new head coach Clark Lee. Not a lot of high expectations for Vandy in year one, but I'll say their most important game is a very winnable one. And it's their last game of the season, November 27th, a road trip to Tennessee. Look, the Vols are rebuilding with new head coach Josh Heupel, and I think this is one that if Vandy finds a way to win, could maybe carry some momentum into the next offseason and maybe set them up to be even better in 2022. Keep in mind, Vandy has won three of their last five against the Vols, including five of the last nine meetings. So it's not out of the realm of the possibility, but if Vandy could find a way to beat Tennessee, Final week of the season, I think that'll be a big win for Vandy moving forward into the future. Next up, Texas A&M. They are coming off one of their best seasons in recent years. Obviously, the arrow is pointing upward for Jimbo Fisher, but they got to replace some pieces on that offensive line, working a new quarterback. I am tempted to say the season finale game at LSU which has been a game that has gone A&M's way as of late. They've won two of their last three meetings against the Tigers. But I think the October 9th game against Alabama is the most important, just from a standpoint of Jimbo is going to have to break through eventually and beat Alabama if he ever wants to win the SEC West. Look, everybody was all up in arms. A&M should have made the the playoffs last year. Yeah, they should have. They absolutely would have had they beat Alabama. And they didn't. This year, they get the Tide at home in College Station, Bama's working in a new quarterback as well. 
let's see how many fans are allowed in attendance by that point. You know, with COVID restrictions, the vaccine, we'll see where we are. But if the Aggies are close to full capacity at that point, the Alabama game will be the Aggies' most important game of the season. Tennessee, as I already mentioned, they're going to have their growing pains in year one under Josh Heupel as he starts to recruit players that want to play for him as he loses a bunch of Jeremy Pruitt's guys to the transfer portal. But I think the Vols' November 6th game at Kentucky is a big one. Despite the Vols transitioning and won't be competing for an SEC East title uh, next season, I feel like there's a few games that they must win next year. They should beat Bowling Green. They should beat Tennessee Tech. They should beat South Alabama. I feel like the road trip Kentucky is not a give-me. Kentucky beat them, uh, or rather, Kentucky beat down the Vols last year in Knoxville 34-7, but the Cats have only beat the Vols three times in the past decade. The Vols have won 33 of the last 36. In my opinion, this could be one of the bigger swing games for the Vols next year, and if they could win this one, Maybe that gets them a 6-6. Six and six. Maybe that's doable, and maybe the Vols could be bowl eligible in year one of Josh Heupel. So I feel like the Kentucky game is the biggest game just from that standpoint for Tennessee next year. South Carolina, another team that is going through its struggles in year one of a new head coach in Shane Beamer. I think the Gamecocks will be an interesting team to watch this year with one of the best running backs in the conference in returning in uh, Kevin Harris. They get home games against Kentucky and Vandy. Those are potentially winnable for Carolina, but I'm going to pick on Tennessee again. I think their October 9th game in Knoxville could be one the Gamecocks could steal this year. Again, a lot will depend on how both teams have figured out their quarterback position by that point. Maybe if it's Luke Doty for the Gamecocks and he's found a rhythm, could be a big road win for Coach Beamer in his first season. Missouri is up next. I think Coach Eli Drinkwitz really impressed in his first year with the Tigers and with quarterback Connor Bazelak back for his sophomore season. I think the Tigers could be one of those dark horse surprise teams in the East this year. I'm really torn here because obviously if Mizzou is going to compete in the East, they got to find a way to beat the better teams in the East. At Georgia, November 6th is their biggest game from that standpoint. But I'm going to be realistic, say Georgia probably wins that one. So I'm going to go with their November 20th home game against Florida. I do think it is one that Mizzou absolutely has a chance to win. Florida will have just about everything new on offense, including Emory Jones at quarterback. Could be some growing pains for them. Though this matchup is late in the season, I'm expecting a big year two for Basilak. I think Missouri's most important game next year is that whole matchup against the Gators. Mike Leach and Mississippi State, they're looking to build off some of their positives from year one, though there were a bunch of negatives as well. Playing all the teams in the SEC West is always tough. They do get LSU and Bama at home. Road trips at AM, Arkansas, and Auburn will be tough. So it's going to be a little bit of a cop-out, but I'm going to say the Egg Bowl, their November 27th home game hosting Ole Miss. They gave Lane Kiffin and company all they could handle in last year's Egg Bowl. That is the biggest game for Mississippi State this coming season because I think even if Leach only wins, say, like five games, but he finds a way to beat the Rebels, I think his job is safe as he heads into year three in Starkville. Ole Miss, I'm not going to repeat the Egg Bowl for them because you already know that's one that Lane needs to have. But I feel like with Matt Corral back and that high-flying offense, they're raising their expectations in Lane Kiffin's second year. They want to compete in the West and beat some teams that they lost to last season. 
I think their October 23rd home game against LSU is a big one. LSU has won five straight in the uh, Magnolia Bowl against Ole Miss. The Rebels, they have won this matchup only twice in the past decade. That would be a huge feather in Lane Kiffin's cap if he could beat Ogeron and the Tigers this season. When we return, we're going to run through the rest of the SEC teams and what I feel like are their most important games in 2021. Built Bar, we tell you guys all the time, they are the best tasting protein bar ever, and nothing's changed. They still are. 18 amazing flavors, six new ones, including one I just got to taste that uh, it's got a coconut taste to it, but man, it is delicious. You could check them out right now at BuiltBar.com. Great for the health conscious person, or if you're looking to lose or just maintain weight while you indulge in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. Great uh, for any diet that you might be on. encourage you right now, go check them out on their website, BuiltBar.com. You're going to find something you like. If you can't, if you can't decide on just one flavor, you can do the variety pack where you get a bunch of different flavors. You can find which one you really like. And when you go there, before you hit the checkout button, make sure you put in our promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you're going to get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Hey, don't miss the biggest stories from around college football as Monday's Locked On College Football host Candace Cooper interviews the local experts on the biggest stories from around the nation. Get the in-depth analysis and insightful breakdowns from those in the know every Monday on Locked On College Football. You can subscribe to Locked On College Football wherever you get your podcasts. And a lot of the guys who host a lot of the SEC shows around the Locked On Network making appearances on Locked On College Football as well. So go check that out. All right, we're continuing on with what I think is the most important game on each SEC team's schedule in the 2021 football season. Continuing on in reverse alphabetical order, we go to LSU as they are looking to bounce back from a rather disappointing season following their national championship two years ago. They have a really tough test in week one at UCLA. Nice little non-conference road trip. They have to go to Bama this year. I don't see them winning that one. Their October 16th game against Florida is big. It's a rivalry game. You play Florida every year, but that won't make or break LSU season. I'm looking at their season finale on November 27th, a home game hosting Texas A&M. As I mentioned earlier, LSU has controlled that rivalry since the Aggies joined the SEC, but LSU has now lost two of its past three against Jimbo and the Aggies. A&M is recruiting at a high level. They're right up there with LSU even if LSU loses to Bama again, they cannot afford another loss to Texas A&M. I think that's one of their most important games of the season. The Kentucky Wildcats, Coach Mark Stoops, bringing in a new offensive coordinator and former NFL assistant Liam Cohen. They're expecting their offense to catch up with their defense, which has been their strength the last few years. For Kentucky, I think their home game against Florida on October 2nd is their most important. I don't think the Cats can win at Georgia this year. Their home game against LSU is winnable. They should beat Tennessee, but that Florida game is one the Cats can absolutely win. Yes, I'm aware Kentucky has only won this matchup once since 1987, but the Cats should have won the game against Florida 
in 2017. They should have won the game in 2019. They did win in Gainesville in 2018. I think Kentucky could catch Dan Mullen and company in a bit of a transition year. And the Cats get a big win over Florida this year in Lexington. Georgia is a team I'm expecting big things out of this year. They're my pick to win the SEC East and potentially make the college football playoffs. Got a season opener against Clemson. That is a monster game. But in the end, it's not going to make or break the year for Georgia. Their conference games are what will determine their postseason hopes. I think it is the cocktail party. On October 30th, be the most important game for the Bulldogs. It typically is. I guess we could just combine this one because Florida is up next and their most important game is the Georgia game. So it's not a cop-out, but it is the most important game of the year for both Florida and Georgia. And we know Georgia likely going to be favored in the game, but let's see how quickly Emory Jones can adjust to being the man for the Gators following Kyle Trask's tenure there for the Gators. Next up for Auburn, the Iron Bowl. Obviously, their biggest game of the year, every year, but I think new head coach Brian Hartson is going to go through some growing pains in his first year, and they may not be ready yet to beat an Alabama. Their home game against Georgia is a big one as well. They could maybe derail, derail Georgia's title hopes. They have that early season road trip at Penn State will be fun. But Auburn's two biggest SEC West road trips are at LSU and at Texas A&M. I'm going to go with the road trip at LSU as Auburn's most important one they need to win next year. Why? Auburn just beat up on LSU last year 48-11, to but they have not won in Baton Rouge since 1999. That would be a monster win for Coach Brian Harson in his first year, and I think it is one that is very realistic if you're an Auburn fan in a game that can be a very important one this year for the Tigers. Arkansas, they just have an absolutely brutal schedule in year two for Sam Pittman and his coaching tenure. A week two home game against Texas. Steve Sarkeesian going to be tough. And then they got road trips at Georgia, at LSU, at A&M, at Alabama. Those are all brutal. I think their October 9th road trip at Ole Miss is winnable. Arkansas won this game last year with their defense, but they did lose the previous two matchups against Ole Miss. I think that is a big one that is winnable for the Razorbacks in what will likely be a pretty rough season for them. And lastly, the Alabama Crimson Tide. It is easy to just go ahead and pencil them right back into the SEC title game. And likely, if they're going to play Florida in Atlanta for the SEC title, that'll be one of their biggest games of the year. But if we're talking most important of games on the schedule, outside of the Iron Bowl and the season finale, I think their October 9th game against Texas A&M is their most important. They do have an early road trip at Florida. Home games against Ole Miss and LSU will not be easy, but if Kyle Field is back at capacity, that will be a tough, tough week six road trip in College Station for Alabama, and if the Aggies get their quarterback position figured out early, could certainly put up a fight with them. So I'm saying Texas A&M at Texas A&M October 9th is Alabama's most important game on their schedule because it's honestly the only one that I think is losable at this point in the season. That is an early look, uh, very early look ahead at some of the most important games next year in the SEC football season. Never too early to look. Six and a half months away. It'll be here before we know it. That is going to do it for me, Chris Gordy. I appreciate all you guys for listening and subscribing to Locked on SEC. We are here for you each and every day. Tomorrow on the podcast, 
We're going to start to turn the page and look a little bit ahead at the SEC baseball season. Kendall Rogers, D1 Baseball, is going to join us to kind of talk about some of the best teams in the SEC. Catch up tomorrow. Make sure you're subscribing to Locked On SEC for the latest. I'm Chris Gordy. Talk to you guys tomorrow.